Hey everybody, this is Mike from The Cut. Just want to let you know real quick that if you're hearing this message, you will not be hearing any music tracks during our episode. This is because you're not listening to us on Spotify. Only on Spotify can we play the music track. So if you're listening to us anywhere else, totally fine. Just want to let you know why there's no music. Now, without any further ado, let's get the show started. Welcome to the cut. We are your hosts, Mike and the Moosh. Oh, what? What's the matter, Moosh? You know, man, I'm um a little sad this week. Uh, got a lot of got a lot of home trouble. Um, my girl is like leaving me. Doesn't want to be at home anymore. Doesn't want to like hang out with me anymore. Bro, you're getting a divorce? When you moving in? What? Huh? What? No, not not a divorce. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's always scratching at the door, always wants to get out and mingle with other cats, doesn't want to cuddle with me anymore. It's, it's breaking my heart, man. Oh, no, I'm sad. Yeah. I don't care about no. your cat. No, I me, just and the to... are, me and the missus are fine. Damn, Damn it. Great. Yeah. I was, re- I was really hoping. Um... <laughs> what, am I moving in? <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be great if we could do this show like in person. I, 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 think, I think that would be cool. I don't know if I can afford California taxes, man. Everybody <laughs> says that, and I, I'm just I'm just here to tell everybody: if you make the amount of money where you need to worry about California taxes, you don't need to worry about California taxes. Take it from somebody that's lived in red states, blue states, purple states, and every other color in between. I've hit the entire fucking rainbow of states. It's never made a difference. Aww. No, I mean if you can make it in California, you can make it anywhere, right? Isn't that the, the I logo? thought that was New York. <laughs> Oh, Isn't it New York? Wrong coast. Yeah, wrong coast. Yeah, wrong coast. <laughs> wrong time zone. Yeah. Wrong accent. We drink coffee here, not coffee. <laughs> coffee. 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 The oh, fuck man. you doing it? Anyway. Uh, uh, uh wait, hold on. We 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 have we have stuff. We gotta get out of the way. Oh so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh we we had Brad on on uh it was a while ago. It was around yeah, the it was, it was around the beginning yeah. of the year. We had Brad's yeah, cuts. It was our New, New Year episode. Oh yeah, it was our New Year episode. The, mm-hmm. the the episode where like we totally forgot to acknowledge that it was our New Year episode. <laughs> right, New Year, New Brad. New Year, New Brad. <laughs> um, and but since then, mm-hmm. his his episode has skyrocketed past everybody else, and so that leaves me with a very simple conclusion: you and We're I getting s- a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> We're breaking uh, up. <laughs> no, but you and I suck. Oh, and we need the thruple. Oh, we got a thruple up with Brad. Mm-hmm. Trifecta. Trifecta. So the Triforce. And no, feel free to shut this episode off. Brad is not here with us right now. But we made a decision that on no real particular schedule, but we will have Brad on the show more often because he enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Everybody enjoyed it. It was a good time for everybody. So that's yeah. what we're going to do. You could say he's going to be back by popular demand. Yeah, back by popular demand. Now, mm-hmm. he's not going to be getting a cut. We're keeping that with the Moosh and I. 
but hey. he's going to be there to tell us why our cuts suck and everything. Else. He's going to be the voice of the people. Right. Right. right That's right. what he'll do. He'll be the voice of the people. So I didn't he can give him. us real time Internet hatred right here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Oh, man. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, so we have that going on. And the other business we got to get out of the way is to follow us on Twitter at thecutmusic1 or send us an email to thecutmusic1.com. Both the profile and the podcast already, if you're listening, you already know, can be found with the Cut Music One on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, okay, now that that's out of the way, so a few weeks ago was Valentine's Day. We did love songs, and we talked a lot oh, about yeah. making sure that on that Valentine's Day, if you didn't want to break up, you get your head in that sweet spot. So whether you mm-hmm. refuse to put your head in the sweet spot or you have since been evicted from the sweet spot, this episode is for you. This is our breakup episode. So you can go find another sweet spot. Yeah. Hashtag sweet spot. Usually, usually a pillow to cry in. That's a sweet spot right there, especially the cool side of the pillow. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think it's a family guy thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he flips <laughs> up the pillow and there's a there's a face on the. I don't remember who it was. Or oh was yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I don't remember who yeah, it was well. either. I think it was the same voice that they used for Jerome. Uh, Jerome was on there a few times. Um, hmm. Side character. But uh, right. anyway, uh, so yeah, this 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 episode is going to be breakup songs. It's for all those people out there that hate Valentine's Day and like the wedding singer. Love stinks. Dude, oh my god, I was gonna put a wedding singer song in my list. I had Adam Sandler, Somebody Kill Me, is on my sheet of <laughs> my sheet of paper here. <laughs> we'll add it to the bonus. <laughs> I was putting it like uh my wife had said, Oh, you better put the wedding singer on there because that's a classic. And I was like, you know what? I will. And then I went through the list and as I was making my cut, I was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna put this on. Sandler didn't make the cut. He made the cut for, we, we had, for had, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We had him on the cut. Yeah, we had him on the cut. It was fine. That's good. Um, so, but you know, you know what, what I was thinking about though, real quick. Um, now, breakup songs, heartbreak songs. Yes. Um, you and I, not together, but separately, have been married for a long time. Yes. You far longer than I. Yes. But I was thinking after trying to compile my list here, when was the last time you broke up with somebody? When was last like? It's been a long time. It's like 13 years or 14 years for me. I like, break up with my wife time. every other day. Just to keep <laughs> it's it like every two hours. Like. <laughs> just to keep it fresh, right? Yeah. yeah so it's that's what you got to do. She breaks up with me. Some days I break up with her. We have it written on the fridge. There's a schedule. <laughs> that's, a, that's nice. That's healthy. Yeah. It's like the pill organizer of whose responsibility it is to like tell the other person they suck <laughs> and like pack their shit. And, and then we get You're back together again. It is week. perfect. Yeah. Broken up by lunch, back together by dinner. It's fantastic. In between meals. See, and, and you and Brad have questioned my marital methods. Right. To, yeah. to which I say, fuck to, both of them. To you. this day. To this day. <laughs> yeah. You guys questioned my Still marital do. methods. And I'm telling you, it, it works. But speak. Oh, wait. Speaking of Brad. Man, fuck that guy. Let me talk to wait, you. About, what? Let me, let, me, let me tell you. This, this motherfucker. All right. So I told you about... The the vinyl record uh, uh, like neighborhood Ooh. thing, yeah yeah yeah. I, I've got a story about vinyl records too. I'm excited. Go ahead, you first. <laughs> You're like waving your hands. <laughs> I'm uh, excited. So I invited Brad to this new group of guys that that I see every month, and we talk about records, and I learn a lot of shit. But I always go there with money and like buy records. 
A Holy Grail record has been Boston's self-titled album. Oh, I yeah. Have I have one. Dude, like when I was putting together my my like uh, my very first list of records that I want, mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking of recent shit. I was thinking of old shit. And Boston was like the third album I thought of. I have looked for this album there every single time, and I found it online, and I found it at like FYE. Uh, yeah, but it, like a like a good Samaritan, you decide to buy local yes, and not, you know. And not yeah. pay 40 bucks. Exactly. Exactly. Motherfucking Brad goes there today for the very first time and finds it for $5. Shut the front door. And I'm like, you motherfucker. So I go over to the guy and I'm like, yo, you got another one of these? He's like, nah, man, that was the only one. that. But that other guy over there in the driveway probably has one because there's this dude set up with like boxes of shit in the driveway. And I go over there, I go scrolling through his shit, $15. And I had already blew my wad. It was already done. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I bought, what did I get today? I got. Did you buy it for 15 or did you just. No, because I'd already spent my money. I bought Damn the Torpedoes. Uh, it was a must. Had okay. to be done. Tom Petty, as we have discussed, is the hot, oh, bubbly yeah. sex. Right? Oh, absolutely. Especially Damn the Torpedoes. Right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. You got fucking Jimmy Iovine as the producer on that motherfucker. Fuck yes. Anyway, mm. and then Badfinger. Really? Yeah. I bought a Badfinger album, and oh, dude. Goddamn. Like, you can hear the Beatles-McCartney influence yeah. on this band. They're on Apple Records. And yeah, yeah, because McCartney wrote a lot of their songs. You or, can tell. Co- yeah, collaborated with them on a lot of their songs. You can tell. They're, there's a, they're, they're a big song. Um, shit, I can't think of what it is. I always thought it was a side project from McCartney. I like I couldn't right. tell. I forget I forget what the name of the song was, but like when this song came on, I went, "Wait, what the fuck?" Like <laughs> I always thought I didn't knew this wasn't the Beatles, but I always thought this was like McCartney doing something solo or some shit like that. I didn't even know it wasn't him. Right. But anyway, slamming fucking album. So I already bought those two, and you know Brad's building building his own heap. He bought like twenty fucking records today. Jesus. And then, yeah. And then uh, we're go- he's going through his records, like, listing the prices off and everything to, to the guy to pay him. And I see the Boston album, and-, and then that whole thing happens. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. I have, a- I have looked for this album for, like, the last five months or so that I've been doing this shit. And it's never fucking been here. You find it for five bucks, and then I go out, and I find it for fucking 15, and I've already blown my fucking wad for the day. Bruh. I almost asked the other collector if he does price matching. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, fuck. Anyway. Yeah, unlikely. That was why I wasn't um, happy with Brad. Anyway, you have a vinyl story? What happened? Yeah, yeah. So I, it's rare that I go out and buy vinyl just because I have already so many that I still have yet to listen to. I'm still making my way through the heap. Um, but we took our daughter to this little play place, and right next door, literally right next door, there's like a a, a, a vinyl shop. It's called uh, um, uh, The Record Pub. Which yeah, is a very yeah, generic. Yeah, so many pictures of this. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I go inside the record pub, and it's exactly as it is described in the title. It is a record store, but it's a pub. So there's a little bar. You can go have a drink. You can have a beer. You can choose a record, and the guy will put it on and play that record. You can just hang out and chit chat about music, which is something I love doing. I got a new retirement um, job goal. Yeah. Oh, right? hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got I've got enough records in the heap to start a little record shop of some sort. Hey, I got like 40 um, now, dude. So, hey. we're on our way. 
But so I'm I'm shifting through and I've been really into the smile and Radiohead. Like of course the Radiohead because of the smile, uh, which is uh Tom York's new yeah. band. And I've just been like obsessed with it. Like that's, you mean the that's smile my... because of Radiohead. Right. Yes. Strike right. that. No, I, yeah, reverse yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flip it, mix it. Yeah, remix it. That was Anyhow, really Wonka, but movie references I don't expect you to get. I was doing a music reference. Interesting. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Hmm. You were saying? Um, so I found a record that I really wanted because I had been listening to so much Radiohead and The Smile recently. I didn't find The Smile record, which I was really looking for. Um, but I found Radiohead. Um, and the album is actually, you can kind of see it in the back there, hanging up on my little Now Playing. Yep. Is Kid Amnesia, which is their three vinyl set record collection booklet whatever you want sleeve that's what i was wondering yeah because i was like wait a minute isn't it called kid a but don't they have another one called amnesia what the fuck am i missing here correct it's it's kind of a uh all three or two albums in one they did it when um that playstation exclusive uh, oh radiohead experience remember when that came out a couple years ago is it called amnesia i think it's called kid amnesia but it's it's like the Radiohead like experience. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a virtual experience. Take some shrooms or don't. You won't need them. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't. I was completely sober when I walked through this experience. It's a video game. Sans the game part. It's just yeah. like a video experience that you're interactive. You kind of go through all of like Tom York's drawings and paintings and things are alive. It's weird. It's trippy a weird, shit. bizarre thing. It's super trippy. It's very acid. Like, Do it very like, close to the screen with headphones on and your lights off if you really um, want to have a seizure. It is, yeah. It is definitely <laughs> seizure-inducing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I remember when that came out, and I, you know, you and I both love Radiohead. We kind of went through that and experienced it a little bit together when it first came out. And so I've been listening to a lot of Radiohead, and I found the album, and I was like, I gotta buy this. I, I gotta buy this. I can't, I can't not buy this. It was $55, a, which was wicked expensive. Wicked. Yep. Wicked expensive, fifty-five bucks for the vinyl, but it's a three vinyl set, so really, it's what twenty, maybe eighteen. I think I think the I most have. I've spent on a single album was fifty-five, and that was the S and M two Metallica uh, mm. vinyl a few months ago. Um, but like, I want the wall, but I can't find the wall for like less I would than love eighty. The wall. Yeah, like, that's definitely in my treasure trove of like wants and needs for vinyl. I find that anywhere, but I don't want to buy it because then I'm not going to want to open it. And the and I'm not that guy. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not collecting to not open. I know we have a whole music podcast to get to. Oh yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> my my dad texted me um, earlier this evening, and I guess he was thinking about Van Halen and talking about Van Halen with a buddy of his. And he goes, "Hey, there was this you know guy I knew as a as a, a youngster, and he had this vinyl." of Van Halen from 1977 when they played in Pasadena. Like, it's super rare. It's a very rare vinyl. You can't find it or buy it anywhere. Or if you can, it's, like, super expensive. And I have it. And I played it earlier. And it's Van Halen, and it's so raw. Like, they almost sound like a punk band. Yeah. Like, it sounds so raw. They're so young. And David Lee Roth is just on on the mic, and he's just screaming and going like just a hundred percent. Like he's got something to prove. Like he's he he's like a no name yet. 
Yeah. Playing at some small little like festival or something like that, some small gig in in uh, Pasadena. And it was so fun to listen to. I'll have to like uh, share it with you or you know post it on uh, TikTok or, or not TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, I'll post it on TikTok. All right. And Twitter. Well, not that not that we have a TikTok or anything. Like I that. got I got a similar story. I, I was talking to my dad, and uh, hey son, I was talking to him, <laughs> and uh, right. he was telling me that he in his heap that he just threw away fifteen years ago was a vinyl of the exact same situation of Zeppelin. They were playing in some club in London and when like they were big in Europe, but they weren't big elsewhere yet. Right. And, uh, and by big, I mean locally cause they blew up in America, I believe before they really blew up in Europe. But, uh, he said that he had a vinyl of one of their concerts that had, uh, some songs you've never heard before. And then Zeppelin one songs. So like days of confused and shit like that. And he said, it's crazy because you could hear when the, when the, uh, microphone would get muffled because security was walking by. Like it was that wow. raw. It was that crazy. And he threw that shit out. So we're going to the local dump and we're sifting through trash. 15 later, years right? of shit, oh, man. And we'll bring my dad with me to, you know, yell at us like, <laughs> Hey son, why don't you check between the cushions of that couch? <laughs> we need some Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I gotta pull it out every <laughs> once in a while. All right, all right, all right. We, we gotta. This show, this episode is about breakups. Would you like to go first since you're having problems with your your house cat? Right. Oh yeah. Catching them skibbity pats. Already, I was already over that. Um. Yeah. 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 What yes. are we starting with? Yes. Um. Let's start with. Um. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start with Dashboard Confession. We're going to kick it off just with uh, one that I love. It's one of my favorite songs. I've had Dashboard on the show before. They're one of my favorite bands. And this song, of course, is one of their like big hits, Screaming Infidelities. This is a great breakup song. <sighs> I love that song so much i love that song so much so uh i i enjoyed that oh you old son of a gun now now hold on just in case anybody hasn't heard my take on emo before i fucking hate emo okay Uh uh-huh i have my issues with the song i just listened to but uh, sound wise, it sounded really good. He like that is the closest he can get, or any emo singer can get before like the whininess kills me. It didn't mm-hmm. the the whiny shit. It, it, it he didn't like go over the threshold of it, and that was very pleasant. the The problem that I had with it was I while I thought it was a very brilliant thing to bring up that her hair is everywhere. That's like something that gets like left behind. Right. Like that's not a very tip. I've never heard another song talk about that. Obviously like, you know, you can talk about the hair and shit like that, but nobody's ever talked about like that being the breadcrumbs that you leave behind that you can't like get out of your head and just constant reminders and all that shit. But then he took that, which was like a special part of the song and repeated it eight times. 
and then it wasn't special anymore. Um, uh, but otherwise, I mean, it was to, it was good. Yeah, I would say I appreciate I appreciate that review. I and really do. The only honestly. other the only other issue I had is the whole making out thing. I that that just now that seems like yeah, twelve it, year olds. It, that it, it just seemed immature. It's awkward now, being that it's 2023, yeah. but this song came out in 2001. So this was before emo as a genre sure. was even picking up. Like, emo as a genre really didn't, like, grab the main stage until, like, 03, 04. And this kind of helped, like, propel a lot of that genre. And you get, like, the My Chemical Romance and all that. You know, the the, the Used and all those bands. Um yeah, that, that that was. This, I mean, I mean was it was pleasant. very much. Yeah, this was. He was very much more inspired by a lot of like '80s and '90s type of emo. Like before, it was known as emo. It was kind of like a. Oh, what was it called? It was like emotional, um, like emotional punk or e- emote punk. Emote. So it's like punk. it was. It derived from punk, and it became like emote punk, where you're like emoting. That there's more to your, you know, punk than just, you know, anti-establishment. <laughs> like it's they, such they, they an would emo take, thing they, to say. I know, I know, it really is. <laughs> I watched a whole documentary about like the the how like how emo became emo and how it evolved and stuff like that over the generations, and it all started in like the eighties. <laughs> there's more to us so. than just hating governments and anarchy. We have feelings too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's that's the message. Uh, good. I don't need to watch the documentary. I think I already yeah, put the two and two together. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, it's really where the the knife meets the wrist. And that's not what this is about. No, for I, once. I actually uh, on my on my list, I was gonna play like I had mentioned earlier in other episodes, uh, Blue October. I think I oh, mentioned. Oh yeah, I was it surprised our... that Blue October wasn't on here. I just forgot so, to mention it to you. But yeah, I listened to a lot of Blue October trying to find a song that would fit this playlist. And of course, I could do like Hate, Hate me, me, which was like their yeah. number one hit song. But you know me, I don't. And besides Dashboard, I love Dashboard. So any of their songs are number one hit songs to me. But Hate Me just was, it's so commercial. I, I don't yeah. feel uh, his emotion. He has songs where you feel like his his soul and his heart and everything that he put into some of his songs. And there's a couple of songs that I wanted that like made the list but didn't make the cut. And I just felt like they're they're so dark. Like some of his songs are straight up just wrist cutter songs. Well, just, I, I heard I, Hate like, Me and then never listened to anything else. Yeah, he's got he's got one that I wanted to put on just as a shock value and I'm glad I didn't. It's called Dirt Room. And that one is just like I'm watching my significant other like screw this other guy. I'm gonna go in there, like slit his throat, bury him, and then kill myself. And it's just like, whoa, this is too much. Uh, well, at least he's not. <laughs> Maybe a don't cuck. put that song. On I mean, the... <laughs> yeah. I thought was... you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say he was gonna like cuckold himself, but no, no, that would have been entertaining. But no, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a whole like visage of just murder and uh, it was was, was really dark when I really dug into the lyrics in all seriousness and I'm not even making a joke about this and I've never mentioned this about emo but I mean mental health is a real fucking thing it's a real fucking concern absolutely Uh, and these songs gotta come from somewhere 
right? Yeah. Now, to kind of groove the mood up a little bit, uh, one, one thing I've always <laughs> as, said about... As we're breaking up? <laughs> well, one thing I've always said about emo, uh, and apparently this doesn't apply to Blue October, is that, uh, you know, they're, they to me, all the songs that I hear in general are that they just, they, 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 they approach the situation uh, that befalls them. And then they, they just accept it and just whine about it. They don't take any action. There's no like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Right. And we've talked to this. This is the difference between Lincoln park and emo. So right. we got to lighten the mood a little bit and no, I'm not playing a Lincoln park song, but three days, no. three days. Grace has to be on this fucking list. All right. And yeah, and I that, hate everything about out. you. I don't think is actually a breakup song. It was initially on this list, but I'll tell you what, like going through and trying to figure out what songs are on this list, there aren't a whole lot of breakup songs. And we may, we made a pledge a while back on an episode that we weren't going to do Adele on this episode yeah, that because that'd be too easy. Right. Oh, that made this list so hard. But what I discovered is, is there's a difference between a breakup song and a fight song. Like, I wanted to put Love the Way You Lie by Eminem and Rihanna because I fucking love that song, but that is a fight song. You and I both separately, I just found out a little while ago when we were talking, thought of Babe, I Want to Leave You from Zeppelin. Yeah. Not a breakup song. Like, there's there's a difference between breakup and fight songs, but I did find a fuck you to my ex, we broke up song from Three Days Grace, and I love this fucking guitar riff. It's super, super simple. It's fucking great. Just like you. Here we go. I need my dumbbell and my wife. I got to break up right now. <laughs> I'm like, S- uh, you know dude, what I realized? What? Um, a, of course, I've heard the song before. And B, looking at the album cover, it unlocked like a core memory, right? You, you ever get those where you like you just maybe you don't because you've got a flawless memory of things. It's unreal. But me, I don't remember shit. Yeah. So seeing that album cover, I was like, oh, my God, dude, like. I don't know, sixth grade, I had this CD mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, okay, okay. And I had a friend, a really good friend in, in like my sixth grade, uh, like all through middle school and through high school, um, who was a musician and she was really just like, helped push me towards that emo, like introducing me to emo bands and like broken hearted bands and really just like, this is technically like a hardcore emo sure hardcore emo i don't know just like it's very it's very early 2000s like it's blatantly early 2000s yeah when did this album come out 2003 yeah yeah and so like it just i don't know man like i remember having this album and listening to it and enjoying it and experiencing things that weren't Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, you know, the doors, like all the sixties music and seventies music right. that I grew up listening to. So it was, that was interesting. It was a blast from the past. <laughs> so they would say, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a, um, I, I guess they're a guilty pleasure for me because I, they get a lot of like hate and shit. Um, but like, I, I really do like this guy's voice. Uh, I don't even know who, what's the name of the lead singer? Yeah. I have no idea. Me no, I don't. Doesn't matter. Um, I don't want to be just like him anyway. So fuck it. Um, <laughs> I hate everything about him. 
Um, oh. No, but like I, I've always enjoyed Three Days Grace because I love their instrumentals and their production. Like uh, I, I was, I was talking to you during the song. Like when that second verse comes in and there's there's that like ramp up and then he puts that like uh, almost radio filter. Uh, yeah. when he, when they he do that on other like, songs, like this whole album. Yeah, no, I love that. Like Disturb does that. It, oh, it's the part yeah. where he, I think he says like, I can be fake. Like there's that shit, but there's like a radio over it. And it's Disturb does yeah. that a lot. And I've always loved that fucking production, like trick that they do. Um, but like, I enjoy Three Days Grace and I'm ashamed that I'm not ashamed about it. Aww. I think I should be. So know, we we not. don't have Linda here to fact check anything or to give us information when we no, don't but know. she'll so yell I, at me when she listens to this. She will. Um, <laughs> it looks like they're based in Toronto, so they're from Canada. Oh, really? Sure, yeah, sure, they're bud. <laughs> um, and the lead singer uh, and guitar player, uh, Adam Gontier. Yeah, that's Gaunt- it. I Gaunt- know their name. Gontier. Gontier. Mm-hmm. Gontier. Imagine it's, I mean, Toronto, is that French-Canadian? I don't know anything about Canada. <laughs> There's no Canada off. like French Canada. It's the best Canada in the land. <laughs> uh, drummer and vocalist took our wine. Neil Sanderson. Yeah, I don't know these people. Brad but I do, I do know the Adam, Adam Gontier name. Like, he's got a song with uh, Apocalyptica, where they redid a Three Days Grace song. I forget which one it was, but I actually, I just listened to it oh. yesterday. I can't remember which one it is. Oh no shit! But yeah, That's and actually, even on acoustic, there's a there's a uh, an acoustic version of "Never Too Late." I think is what the song is called, and it sounds like it, it sounds great. Like Three Days Grace. I mean, I I haven't listened to anything of theirs recently, but I but like this album and their next album, or I don't know, their first few albums, like when they when they were initially big, like their their shit slaps. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pick up. And now that, you know, Three Days Grace is over, we're done listening to it. I'm going to go ahead and go with Grace is Gone. I already knew. It seems appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave Matthews Band off of Busted Stuff, which is arguably their best album. Who? My opinion, not yours. Who is it? Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say that, that like so much. everything you've ever done wrong because you put Dave Matthews on the list, like Linda will forgive you. Oh. Linda is the biggest Dave Matthews fan. I know. Is she really? Oh, she loves Dave Matthews. Oh, nice. Yeah. So oh, I loved it. I, I too. Just when Matthews Linda thought and... you couldn't make any more mistakes, you go and do something as dumb as this. And totally, totally redeem, redeem yourself. yourself. <laughs> Just what I think you can't get any dumber. <laughs> oh, that man. man, that's a that's a good that was a good oh. song, man. I love Dave Matthews, but I'm not a deep dive Dave Matthews guy. Like I, I, I know more than his singles and, and, and shit like yeah. that. And I was really into Dave Matthews a long time ago, but like I don't listen to him as much <laughs> as I should. Uh, yeah, same. Me and my wife both loved uh, Dave Matthews. There's a, a a cat I knew in high school, and he was the biggest Dave Matthews fan. Yeah. And so he turned me on to them back, you know, ages ago. And so it was kind of then that I was like, okay, okay. It's kind of like got that fish influence. Like a lot of uh, um, 
big band kind of I don't know everything about like everything's orchestrated yes in a big way and it's beautiful everything he does is just so fantastic if you can set aside that you know them. Well, when he's not doing the, <laughs> you do it, I can't. But when, it's almost when a you, yodel. It's almost a yodel. When you when you set that stuff aside, I mean, songs like uh, like Crush, like there's just something smooth yeah. about it. Like the the whole sitting, smoking, like the way he's like when he goes in his lower register. There's something smooth about Dave, like almost Sinatra like yeah. about Dave Matthews. Not that he sounds like him, but his no, yeah, yeah. his his aura, his like vocal aura is is like classy. I know that Dave Matthews plays every year for some, yes. What there's like a holiday or something that he does, and every year he has a small like festival type thing in Washington state. And I, I only heard about it like last year and I was like, this is happening every year. And I want to go so badly this year. I would love to Dude, go see Dave. Lenny and I can road trip it up there. Oh, it'd be amazing. It would be, it would be fun. Oh, I don't think Brad will go, but, and I don't, th- I don't think Dude, my wife would go. The, the well, cut Linda on would. the road, the cut on the road, bro. Oh man! <laughs> ah, Road fun. cuts. We'll call it skid marks. Skid marks. <laughs> yeah, skid marks. That's that's what happens in your underwear when you don't wipe. <laughs> or when our show goes on the road. There's oh, okay. there's two meanings for this. When the cut goes on the road, there's going to be skid marks. I, I, oh, yeah. well, with all three of us, it'll be a skid row. Hey. hey. <laughs> well, I, you know, we we just talked about Dave Matthews being classy, right? Yeah. Now, sometimes, Moosh, sometimes uh-huh. you got to take one for the team. You got to play a song that you don't like, that you don't mm-hmm. care for. Uh-huh. Because the show needs it. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. The show needs it. And in the right context, and I think this is the right context, it can be hilarious. Oh. Okay. This is a breakup episode. Are we doing... It is a breakup episode. Is it a breakup song? It's a breakup song, but, you know, I'm looking through the list, and I just Uh saw yours, and I'm looking at mine, and I'm like, you know... I got, I got a few more that are that are not as emotional. The rest of yours kind of are. And I'm like, man, you know, breakups aren't always a bad thing. Uh-huh. Like I said, I, I love my wife. She's the greatest person in the world. But we got to break up every once in a while just to keep shit fresh, right? Or I don't think she listens. You don't you, you don't have to <laughs> She <laughs> you she, don't could have to she could be in the other room. She could be in the other room. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> I have my creative room here. Hers is on the other side of the wall. But okay. you know, bre- but in all seriousness, you know, <laughs> breakups could be a good thing. What if that sweet spot you've been trying to stick your head into, you finally got it in there, and uh, that sweetness is a little too sweet or a little bitter or not bitter or sweet enough for you, and you got to go somewhere else. That's fine, right? Don't hold each other uh, back. Are, 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 are you – is this a cocktail? Are you adding sugar to bitters? Yes, sugar to bitters. And sometimes okay. it's, too, it, it's too much bitters. Right. Okay. Or sometimes it's, uh-huh. too, it's too much sugar, and you got you guys got to go. I'm, I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. I am not following you whatsoever. What do you got? <laughs> what I'm saying is, 
sometimes you got to move on. But don't okay. move on if that person is going to be somebody that you wish you didn't move on from. Or they may make a song about you <laughs> and specifically call you out for it. And oh, I do believe this is the very first country song that's been on this show. Wait, did we have... Maybe lock them door and no. the light. We didn't put that one on here? No, I did the screen we to... to uh, that's what right. you call it, uh, it. bodies yeah, yeah. back on the sixties. Right. I think it was the sixties or seventies episode, but uh, no, this is a <laughs> this is Toby Keith. How do you oh. like me now? How do you like me now? No, not that song. Got it. Okay, <laughs> this song's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. I'm glad that's over with. <laughs> we had to have I, a country you know song what? on here. I'm going to say a couple of things here. Um, I I didn't hate that, <laughs> but I didn't enjoy it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm usually not the biggest country fan. I did have Brad Paisley on my list. Um, he didn't make the cut, but I was trying to find... What Brad Paisley song? Oh, it was... Um, Whiskey Lullaby, but I, I'm not sure if that's a breakup song or not. It kind of feels like one, but again, I don't know my country. I'm People can yell at me on Twitter. Um, you can fight me. I'm not going to fight back. Um, <laughs> as long as you don't meme the moose. Yeah. <laughs> but feel free on this one. It's country. Then, Who gives a shit? And then I was going to put on like Lady Antebellum, Need You Now, because I feel like that's a breakup song. No, that's a I Want to Fuck My Ex song. Okay. Yeah, I, I just know that like one of them is like I'm drunk at two a.m. It's another two a.m. song. Yeah, hey, look at that. It's like Dave Matthews. Yeah. Um, it's another just like I'm drunk and I I miss you. I'm drunk. Song, I'm horny. So. I'm single. You're single because we're not together anymore. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's not really a breakup song. But and actually, I, don't so I was even... I was trying to find some country, but I I, I don't uh... even know if How Do You Like Me Now is even a breakup song or just a song written to the girl that wouldn't date him. I'm not sure. But actually, a country Evidently song... Evidently, his guitar, his guitar was too loud. His guitar so. was too loud. <laughs> Turn it down from 11 down to maybe, I don't know, two or three. Uh, I, 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 an actual country song that I could have played, but again, I had to bring the mood up a little bit because the show needed it, is You'll Think of Me by Keith Urban. That's a breakup song. Mm. That's a... I... Honestly, I this might stir up some hate. I don't know. I can't stand Keith Urban. No, I can't either. That's why I played somebody I've, else I couldn't really stand. Just like, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't really listened to a whole lot of his music, but I've seen him on like late shows mm-hmm. and and like TV, like talk shows. Mm-hmm. And he's so superficial. Well, I will tell and, you like, this. Nothing about him screams cowboy. It screams like <laughs> delicate princess. Don't. Scuff my shoes. That, that uh, like, Bo, Bo Burnham song where he's, uh, what do you say? I walk and talk like a field hand, but the boots I'm wearing cost three grand. I write yeah. songs about riding tractors <laughs> from the comfort of a private jet. Uh, yeah. One thing that may exactly. make you respect Keith Urban, though, is Keith Urban, while you won't really hear it in the music that he puts out, he is Nicole apparently... Kidman. huh? Oh, I was going to say Nicole Kidman, but no. No, Nicole he Kidman. is apparently one of the greatest fucking guitar players. Really? Yes. Apparently, he like, and I've seen some videos, and uh, I, I just people that have 
I, I've actually met, met and talked to people that worked with them in the music industry, and they're like, yeah, you wouldn't know this, but Keith Urban is like that. That dude can play a fucking guitar, apparently. Huh? Yeah. Who knew? Well, I didn't until I was told, and now you didn't until you were told, and now the audience knows. There's a reason to respect wow. Keith Urban and his okay. boots and his I wearing costume. <laughs> I will go out of my way and listen to some Keith Urban this week. Yeah. Sure. Torture yourself. I, I I don't know what to tell you. I see. And like, I don't want to si- have to find, <laughs> I'm going to have to find something to torture myself after all these breakups. So. <laughs> well, and, and I don't want to come off. Like I just don't respect country as a genre. I, I, I totally do. Like I grew up on Garth Brooks and George Strait and, and Toby Keith was, was very big back then. Clint Black, uh, fucking Joe Diffie wasn't somebody I listened to, but he was big. His name was Joe Diffie. Um, <laughs> but like, so I like the, the nineties and, and then back to the Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson days and stuff like that. Like I, I totally respect, but when it, when it got commercialized, which was partly Garth Brooks's fault, he was authentic, but he, he launched everything into rock and and changed the genre a bit and then everything became and then you had Shania and uh uh you know later Taylor Swift take everything over to pop like it, the same thing that happened in country you know is is really just what happens to pop music on a regular basis but yeah. um i just i find this song humorous because of how aggressive he gets about it he starts off the how do you like me and then he goes into like he just starts like fucking yelling yeah, yeah, it like yeah. he's very aggressive over it I, from what I understand, I was scrolling through TikTok the other day, and I don't know what artist it is. I don't know what band it is. And I, I'm trying to find it now on, on Google. But there's a thing called, like a genre, I guess, it's called New Old Country, to where they're taking that 90s oh, yeah. country that is, that, that you can find comfort in like older, like 80s, 90s country that's very like country western and everything like that, but yes. it's, it's made by young like twenty year olds, like the Gen Zers out there that are making country. No, uh, and I don't know if it's like Chris Stapleton is one. I don't. I'm not trying. I, I don't know. No, oh, Chris, um, Chris Stapleton is amazing. But no, if you want somebody that's exactly who you're talking about, and actually Brad introduced me to these guys, the Teskey Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, didn't he have that on his cut? No, I, I think he showed him to me, and then I showed him to you. This was, this was months ago. Okay, this was like last, oh, okay. last summer. No, the Teskey Brothers. They, they are country sounds, but new. Uh, but they're, they're new. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they're, they're phenomenal. And fuck, dude, Chris Stapleton. I love Chris Stapleton. Okay. Yeah, that motherfucker. Holy shit. I feel like. Uh, Dylan Carmichael rings a bell. I don't like, I don't know. I'll do some research on country. We, we may do a country. Episode. We have to do a country episode at some point. Yeah. So this, this will be fun. I like, I like discovering new things, even if they're things out of my wheelhouse or things that I don't like particularly. So do I, nobody loves that more than me though. That's a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we going next? Okay, I, uh, so I guess, I guess I'm next. Yeah. Where are we going? Um, I, oh, I'm going to mix it up quite a bit. Okay. I'm going to go with something new. Like we we're just talking about something new. It's not country. It's not emo. It's not, I don't even, uh, pop maybe? I guess it's pop. Okay. Um, we're going with Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. Sam Smith has a beautiful voice. 
Yes. I dream of a day that I can sing with the the tender high notes and and just how he sounds so everything he sing, sings sounds so clean and tender and yes it's so there's it's a lot a of finesse way. there's oh my gosh and his there's highs con- like on con- that uh i think we had it on here the the song for uh one of the james bond movies did we have it on the show or did or was that during one of our youtube or youtube it might have been a escapades. youtube thing i definitely tried to sing that song in karaoke and embarrassed myself so <laughs> i'm not that's never dude i i embarrassed myself at karaoke uh, a week or two ago um, oh, I, I have just been, I have, I've been doing clean vocals for like three months and I haven't done any fucking, I think the last time I screamed anything was during our sixties episode and I still had it. I was able to do it. Uh, but I've been singing clean for a long time and, uh, I went there and I tried to do a very basic metal scream and I choked right in front of everybody. Oh no. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the best thing to do when you mess up doing karaoke is just acknowledge it as calmly as you and can. Just go, fuck, and then move <laughs> on. <laughs> I usually make a wince face and I go eh, a little tip of the hat, oh. you know, a little like, Ooh, my bad. No, I, <laughs> I, 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 I scream, I scream, <laughs> fuck, because then everybody knows that I they they aren't more pissed about me missing messing something up than I am. goddammit. it! But you know who doesn't mess shit up? Sam, Sam Smith. Smith. And the song I'm playing is Too Good at Goodbyes. Sweet. Let's hear it. Oh, that's that's my favorite song I've heard so far. Jesus fuck. Oh my god. You're like wow. I got goosebumps, my hair's sticking up on my arms, my nipples are hard. Like Ugh. that song is just Just your nipples? Cause <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> god. Damn, Sam Smith says, you know, and it's funny. I, I, just, I just broke my calorie hit for Mark for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. I, I was going to put Justin Timberlake. Like just, Justin Timberlake was on my list. And I was like, I love Justin Timberlake's voice. But then, like, I thought of Sam Smith because they're kind of in that same pop R&B oh, you vein. Could, wait, was it Cry Me a River? I, yeah, I had Cry Me a River. There's, um... Oh, I can't think of it now. There's another song that I was going to put in. But yeah, Crimea River is a great breakup song. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, whatever. But I can't even like, ugh, Sam Smith, bro. Dude. That, that. God damn. God, that, that, that was a church talent. song. That was a church song. Like, they had the choir come in. You yeah. The audience is clapping along. Like, mm, mm. God damn. Mm-mm. No, that, that was, that was great. Holy shit! Oh man, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm speechless after that. That's a great fucking song, man. No, fuck, <laughs> dude, his, his, like, just blend because even with his highs, there's like this very faint bass behind it. It's fucking, it's incredible. Holy shit! You know shit. that there's, you know that there's a conspiracy theory, yes, out there floating around the internet yes. that Sam Smith is just Adele slowed down. Or They've done up, that. Or... I, I've seen this done. Uh, was uh, Nicki Minaj is Jay Z? I think it's Nicki Minaj. Yeah, some, yeah, some yeah, female yeah. artist when you slow her down just sounds just like Jay Z. And you know, all I can say is, in my, I, I mean, I've been doing audio for like eighty five years. You can do some <laughs> crazy fucking shit with audio, and yeah, 
shit's going to sound different. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but actually crazy thing. Um, I actually made time today to go through the 57 TikTok videos you have fucking sent me over the last three <laughs> days. This is why I don't. It's only been three days. It's it's maybe been like five days, but I mean, like, this is why I don't get through all the TikTok videos you send me because you send me so many, and maybe I only have five minutes. (laughs) So, like, and the problem is, is you can't mark them as unread. So, like, once I leave that app, it's done. But the one I did watch was that um, he's. I think he's got perfect pitch. He does the key. He does the the piano. uh, Talks about uh, uh, music theory a lot, but he was talking about. the condition that people have where they they see things uh it's not just it's not oh, perfect yeah, pitch yeah, yeah. where they see where they hear notes is the same way we see colors but like they see certain things and he was talking about how there's no such thing as a high note or a low note it's whether the note is thin or wide well what he was talking about is how different cultures perceive um different notes but and the reason, I mean, I can explain it if you want me to, but I mean, it's it's just how different cultures perceive music. But at the same time, like thin or wide is actually more accurate, right? Because if you play a lower yeah. note at the same volume as a higher note, the lower note is going to have a wider transient. Right. Yeah. So that's actually accurate. But the way we think of something being higher or lower is actually not the same, but like he was saying, like there's an a the, synthesis something like that is the condition, and some people have that condition and perfect pitch, and those motherfuckers can see mm. the color of the note, and then they'll actually visualize that note higher if it's higher, even though higher and lower is a Western construct and not even true. It's fucking weird. It has something to do with the part of the brain that we haven't really like learned everything about yet. Fascinating. Yeah. There's, there's, um, instruments like the, um, Oh my God. What's it called? There's a, there's an instrument in like, I want to say Africa or India or somewhere in Asia there. I mean, there, every culture really has a different type, but it's a, a, Oh my god, what is what is this? Where you press uh, like PlayStation um, controller. No. <laughs> I'm miming and it looked like I was playing a PlayStation controller. Yes. No, it's there's um a hand I think it's like a pan flute. Oh yeah, flute. but you pluck it's it. A, it's yeah, you pluck yeah, a yeah, hand yeah, yeah. pluck. I, I know instrument. I can I, I can visualize what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, and the way they're designed is like the the note or the 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 not it's not a string it's like a uh i don't know a fork or a knife or like a a, me- a metal bar like a yeah. uh, like in a harmonica you know they have like mm-hmm. little little bars that create the tone um god i can't think of anything right now holy smokes but like you pluck it and the dark or the lower notes are wider and the higher notes are thinner so that kind of helps like associate them to be like oh well lower notes are just thicker like pieces of metal. Same as guitar strings. Higher notes. Yeah. Yeah. But even going up and down a guitar neck, you're going like higher or lower. Like it's, yeah. kind of, you can still kind of say that, but it's, I don't know, man, like <clears throat> describing music isn't a universal thing, you know, and, and I find that absolutely beautiful. What's crazy about a, um, about a guitar is in order 
to do a quote unquote higher note, you go down the neck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. We're, we're you, you know what it is? Uh, what, what I thought was crazy was like, I because he, he kept talking about visualizing these things, and I kept thinking of perfect pitch. And then when this motherfucker said that this was such a rare thing, but it can't be that rare because people that have this condition, asthemia is the something, um, there are people that have that and perfect pitch. And I'm like, you know what? That's just criminal. And when I say <laughs> criminal, I mean, you know, it's not just men that leave women. Women leave men too. And sometimes Fiona Apple is oh. fucking critical about it, bro. Oh, she was on my list too. Oh, I fucking love this song, dude. Here we go. Criminal. Oh, I'm glad you chose it. I love the instrumental of that song, but I love a lot of things about that song too. This song came out I... in 96. And this yeah. is about a, like, it, you didn't hear a lot of these, like, no. historically, right? This is about a woman that is just going around and just fucking up men left and right. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. Men have been writing these songs for years prior to this, and they still are. But, like, Fiona Apple's like, man, fuck all of you. Like, fuck these men. Yeah. I, I first discovered Fiona Apple uh, through Zach Braff whom I brought up before on the yeah. show. Um, he really was Zach Braff was the, the catalyst that pro- like propelled me into indie and the indie genre, like brought me the shins, Fiona Apple, uh, death cap for cutie was part of that. Like he introduced me a lot of those bands, um, just by proxy. I mean, I don't know Zach Braff by any means, but it'd be awesome to meet him someday. I know he has his own podcast too. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. But yeah, I, yeah. I had Fiona Apple on the radar, as well as like Tegan and Sarah have some breakup songs. They're fantastic. Um, the XX have oh, the some XX. Uh, breakup. Yeah, they yeah. have some breakup songs that are pretty good. Um, <sighs> no, so many, I, like, I, lo- I love the I, lyrics of the song. The whole like, what would an angel mm-hmm. say? Because the devil needs to know, or whatever that line was. I'm like, Fuck. yeah, that's. And then the instrument, just like the kind of jazzy piano with the strings and shit, like instrumental of that song. Like, there's probably a reason why the last 90 seconds is just really instrumental. I don't even think she's singing in that last 90 seconds. But I remember when this song came on the radio. I was like 12, 10, maybe. I think it was 10. And I was, yeah. I was like blown away then. Mm. It's like, damn. I don't pipes. remember on the radio. I like, I literally discovered it in the two thousands. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, so I don't remember, I don't remember it at all in the nineties. So like 96, it, it was like her and Jewel and I remember Jewel. like Matchbox 20, Goo Goo Dolls, Dave Matthews. Like I, Mid nineties were a good time for music, especially the alternative rock scene. Like my, my local yeah. radio station here was pretty amazing with that shit. And then everything got fucked up after the 2000. I don't want to talk about it. clear channel bought fucking everything. And ugh, what are you going to do? Interesting. Yeah. It's, it is fun to kind of like, as we go through these episodes and we talk about music and how our experiences are so different, even though we're so close in age, it's so vastly different how we experience music. And I imagine that's with everybody listening to the show or anybody out there. That's just like, 
they grew up, if they're our age or older or younger, and how they experienced music growing up, whether they listened to their parents' music or discovered music on their own or through friends at school or, I mean, with the advent of internet, you can just discover music. Spotify recommends music to me all the time. Yeah. So I'm always discovering new shit. And then you have other podcasts, you know, that are out there that are showing off cool shit. Yeah. That we've been lucky to work with, and I'm sure there's other ones out there that I would love to work with in the future. Yeah. Yeah, Rich and uh, what's the other one's name? Jared. J- Jared. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been that long. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Love you, buddy. But I just, I just feel like with all those bands, it's just I don't think I'll ever get over any of them. And that's my segue to my next song. <laughs> it was a bad one. It wasn't great. I didn't think it through. Uh, I'm going to go with Colin Hay. Yeah. Who is, of course, from um, Men at Work. And he has a great solo career, mostly acoustic. And I love diving into Colin Hay. Um, and this song <laughs> is I Just Don't Think I'll Ever Get Over You off his Transcendental Highway album. You know what I love about the few acoustic recordings I've heard from him is I can hear him breathing, and especially in this one, I can hear the pick hitting the guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's some raw shit. I I love when it's just like, maybe you can kind of tell when it's like a single microphone. Yeah. Or or maybe two microphones, but it, it picks up everything, and there's nothing in post that's like, oh, we want to make this as clean as possible. It's just like, no, I want everything that I do when I'm playing this song in one take to just come through. Yeah. And I, I love when music is that raw and that just you can sense and feel everything, every movement of his, you know, the his hand going up and down the neck. And you hear that sh- of the, you know, his fingers against the And that little the flutter, uh, like, um, yeah, yeah the, like, it was sloppy, but it sounded great. Uh, it fit. Yeah. It wasn't Absolutely. perfect. Like most people would do a different take on that or record the guitar yeah. separately. Right. Uh, right, right, right. No, that that was that was really good. And speaking of like picks hitting guitars, I can't. I don't know if you sent me the video or if I found it myself, but like apparently Willie Nelson has been playing on the same guitar for like fifty fucking years and uh, keeps yeah, wearing has like wore a hole through the yeah. wood of yeah. his guitar, and his like guitar tech person has repaired it over and over and over again. And Willie's like, nah, the guitar still works, so I'm still gonna play. <laughs> like, what the fuck? yeah. That is that that is such something to I don't know take into everyday life. Like if something isn't completely trash and it's not worth throwing away and it still works, just use it. Keep using it. You know, like, there's no reason to keep buying new guitars. I don't get me wrong. I own like nine guitars, but, but this is a breakup that one episode. guitar. Yeah, you don't want to break up with your guitar, man. <laughs> you don't want to throw it out. You want to you want to hold on to it as long as possible. Throw her or him I've out sold. first. <laughs> yeah, I sold a guitar once. One of my guitars that I had purchased with my own money when I was like 18 years old and several years later I sold it and that still haunts me. You know, I legit tried to keep that all that wood all one piece guitar that was at the of yours that was at my house for like a year. It's your. I think it's your favorite guitar. It's all one piece. It's all All one one piece piece. of wood. It's brown. 
It's not one piece. It's several pieces. No. You have one where the neck and the body are one piece. Did you, Was that the one you sold? No. You're saying it's what... I had a, an acoustic one that was black. No. And that was this also was electric. two pieces. Yeah, this is like... I ha- actually have that in my office at work. It sits next to my desk. And it's two pieces. I can unscrew it and pull it apart. No. We're talking about two different guitars, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know. I And I, I remember know. you pointing... I, I think I know what guitar you're... I'll take a picture of it tomorrow. Okay. We'll figure I'll it out. I'll send it to you. Because I remember and when you brought we'll it over... post it to Twitter and they can, they can decide. <laughs> I remember when you brought it over, you told me, oh, the cool thing about this guitar is the neck and the body are like one solid piece of wood. And then you left it at my house for like a year, year and a half. And then when you moved to Vegas, I was like, I wonder if he's going to remember to take his guitar. And you fucking did. And I was pissed because I, I love that guitar. It sounds amazing. The yeah. Schecter? Excuse me? Is it a Schecter? I don't fucking know. I'm not a gearhead when it comes to guitar. I'm not even a gearhead when it comes to drums. I just know how to play them. That's it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But, all right. Let's move it along. I've been waiting... Yeah. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a long time to play this for fucking song like you. Uh-huh. on this goddamn show. And okay. I wish I had the acoustic version. <sighs> oh. Yeah. You about to play snuff? I'm, by about, to, I'm about to snuff, motherfucker. This song. I remember. We'll, we'll talk about it after. Anyway, snuff, yeah. Slipknot, 2008, All Hope is Gone album. Here we go. Ah, mm. that was that was definitely the first song that anyone showed me of Slipknot that I was like, oh, OK, Slipknot's not just this, you know, what pig mask or face skin mask or whatever it is that they wear and they're obnoxious <laughs> and they're, they're dancing around all weird. It's, I wasn't into that type of like, I don't know, new metal that was that was out in that era. But this song was definitely like, okay, there's actually some talent. There's some art. There's some emotion behind all of this. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, we, I, <clears throat> I related to kiss. We talked, we've talked about kiss before when Brad was on the Re- show. Yeah. Re- uh, even after Brad was on the show, we had wait, Beth was on our, our, uh, love, love songs. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. You're right. Um, yeah, with with Kiss, like that, you know, they they dress up all wacky and have like the makeup and everything. But there's like an era of Kiss that's not makeup that's like actually pretty good. Yeah. So like, there's yeah, it's so like it's weird. It's it's weird to kind of see bands that have a gimmick. Yeah. And then also have art. Sure. Because usually, you know, there's a lot of bands and artists out there that are just like, oh, we're pop artists. We're doing this. We're or not even pop, but like we're a certain genre. And we have a gimmick that draws people's attention for whatever reason. But all the musicians out there are like, oh, it's such a silly gimmick. We're not going to support that band or that group or that individual. So, but like, like, I wasn't into metal for the longest time because I, I didn't know metal bands that sang. And at the time, I never really put I, I didn't categorize Linkin Park at all. Um, right. They, I, I always thought of them as more hip hop back then. Um, right. 
but all the metal that I had heard in passing, because I, I never listened to it myself, like it was just a lot of yelling and, and shit like that. And uh, I just, I, and even the Slipknot stuff that I heard, um, like it, it was a lot of that. And that just, that, that wasn't me. And I, I thought the idea of like nine people on the, on a stage with like three of them playing percussion was yeah. <laughs> especially especially like a back, bit excessive back in this time you had you had Joey Jordison who is fucking five drummers in one jo- Joey Jordison is is that. was was RIP a a fucking madman on the drums like he was an amazing that is drummer. a new name for me I've never heard that name before Moosh I highly suggest you you just YouTube Joey Jordison like him and okay. the and the Rev from uh from a Vince Sevenfold are two of the greatest metal drummers of all time. They they were just okay. both both passed away way too young, both amazing. Jay Weinberg, Max Weinberg, E Street Band, his son is a drummer of yep. Slipknot now, and he's fantastic, but like Jordison was just a different story. Um so then one day I was uh, I'd heard all that and didn't really like metal uh, for the most part. And then I was watching VH1 or Fuse countdown yeah. the hundred greatest um, hundred greatest guitar riffs of all time. I think it was guitar riffs or metal songs. And number forty was "Wait and Bleed" by uh, Slipknot. And I'd never heard Wait and Bleed before, but it was the first time I had heard a metal song go from aggression and yelling to a catchy ass hook with actual like singing vocals. And I went, what the fuck? Like, I've never I, I, I don't really think I'd even really started listening to Disturbed at that time. And Disturbed had always done that. Disturbed had the aggression and then it went to the singing and now they right. have no aggression. That's a different story. Anyway, uh and then I heard Wait and Bleed, and then um, years later, All Hope is Gone, this album came out, and I fell in love with that, and then everything before it, Subliminal Verses, and and uh, all the re- Iowa, all the rest of the shit. But I was driving around at work one day, and this song came on the radio, and I'm like, who the fuck? That sounds like Corey Taylor, who is also the lead singer of Stone Sour. And I'm like, maybe this is a Stone Sour song, but this sounds even too dark for Stone Sour. What the fuck is this? And then when I got the All Hope is Gone album and saw this was on there, and this was a Slipknot song, I was like, fuck. But I encourage anybody, you can actually go find this on YouTube. Watch the making of the music video. It's fascinating. It's got Malcolm McDowell uh, from A Clockwork Orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's in it. Um, and Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut boys. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> a clockwork orange is a Kurt Vonnegut, Vonnegut book. Oh, I was like, eh, it's Kubrick buddy. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, yes. Right. Fucking fantastic making of the music video. But what's crazy is, is like with Taylor, Taylor can't get through a performance on the stage without crying during the song, which is why if you watch, Corey Taylor's live in London performance where he does the song acoustically. It's so emotionally just intoxicating, but he also couldn't get through the music video without breaking down. I don't know the specifics for Corey Taylor when it comes to what this song is actually about, but it's some deep fucking shit. A lot of people say it's for Paul Gray, the bass player that died right after this, this album. I think it was after this album came out. Yeah. Because the next one was five, the gray chapter uh, for Paul Gray, the bass player. 
Now he dedicates the song to him, but he was emotional about the song before Paul Gray ever died. I don't know. I but God, I fucking love this song. If you can't tell, moving on. Yeah, where are we at now? Also, <laughs> I I'm gonna go ahead and correct myself. I'm I can hear Twitter exploding. Uh, a Clockwork Orange was written by Anthony uh, Burgess. Cool. Not Kurt Vonnegut. My bad. <laughs> God damn it, my droogie. I apologize. <laughs> oh, English novelists. Anywho, Anywho. Uh, I'm up next. Yes, you are. It's your last one. Standing. It's my last one. All right. So I've had a lot of artists, and I was very conflicted on what, or who was going to make the cut, right? As I always am. It's always a tough decision. I mean, I wanted to put Blink-182 on here. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. And you're and so I know sorry. I am. <laughs> um... But I think I found a better, maybe not a better band, but a better choice to make the cut. I'm going to go with the Smiths, and I know it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Moose, (sighs) you did it. You showed me a Smith song that I don't like. I love that. That was amazing. Dang. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, I'm so happy. It's been done. Dude, Mark Morrissey's the calendars, voice. People. Oh, fuck. I, what I love about this song and the, the production or the, the writing of this song is <clears throat> Morrissey waited until the instrumental was all done. Every, all the instruments and the band had finished writing the entire song before he sang on the song. Mm-hmm. So, like, he had everybody just write the song. Hey, guys, this is the song. Here's how, here's how it goes. This is what we're doing. Finish up, and then I'll reveal the lyrics. And then he sang the lyrics over it. And it's just, it's so Jesus dark and passionate. And it's 1986, dog. Like, this is so <laughs> old. This is such old emo. Like I was saying earlier. I don't, like it's just, I don't it's think such... this was... I, I didn't find emo in this uh, at all. What? No. He says he's going to slit it, or the knife is going to slit its wrist. Yeah, slit but his I, wrist. I like it, I mean, that's... You know, I would probably have less of an issue with emo if it didn't have the whininess to it, which this totally didn't. And actually, about his voice. No, yeah. I'm doing fucking worse. Like, I heard, I heard some oldies in there. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. some, like, almost doo-wop and the way he, he did some vocal runs. But the other thing that I would say is, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty, uh, I'm way more well-versed than I used to be with the Decemberists. And yes. I'm pretty sure the Decemberists, that, I don't know the lead singer's name, was ben influenced. Gibber. No, Ben Gibber, I'm sorry, wrong, wrong band. That's a Death Cab. Uh, Decemberist is, um, oh my God. Well, you look that up. But you're right. You're right. I, I I think that guy was influenced by by Morrissey and the Smiths because, like, I just some of the ways he pronounced some words, I'm like, well, that's exactly how that guy like pronounces his vowels when he's singing. Yeah, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. Is that true, and or do evident- you just yeah. notice the same thing? Um. <clears throat> Although we're out of, I know you have one more song. Yeah. If you want to throw in the bonus track, it's not a breakup song. Um, then it can't go. It's our playlist have to make sense. 
You're right. <laughs> I would encourage you to listen to um, the December song by Colin Malloy. Who is Colin Malloy? That's his name. Kalu yeah. Kalai. <laughs> that's right. Kalu Kalai. Um, oh my God! What's the song called? Um, fuck! I was not prepared to talk about. Look at that. Look it up when we go to the next track. But wait, wait, hold on. I'm curious though. Is this an actual thing? Has Colin Malloy come out and actually said like? Morrissey. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. They love the Smiths. Same with Holy uh, shit. Death Pepper Cutie. Yeah, they love the Smiths. They were very influenced by the Smiths. That's insane that I was that I made that connection because I, dude, yeah. I can, and especially to not know the Smiths, uh, but to like, it'd be one thing if I if I didn't know the Decemberists, but I knew the Smiths and heard the Decemberists and went, oh, they kind of have a, a Smiths vibe in them. But to hear the actual influencer first, like that, yeah, that's crazy. To hear the influencer first, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, God, it was so song. weird. I, I was, gotta, I gotta, man. I gotta find this. And I've really, I've heard, I've heard a handful of Decemberist songs, but I, I know Her Majesty like inside and out. I've listened to that album maybe twelve oh, yeah. times, and it's just so weird. Like he pronounces his vowels in a very similar way, but like I really enjoyed that song, and I think you and Linda. Had a, I think you had a Smith song on here a while back. I think it was probably for our 80s episode. And I didn't really enjoy it, but like I really liked that. That was a that was fucking great. Yeah, it's God, I love the Smiths so much. Um what? hold on. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I have it. Hold just Bandit Queen. Bandit Queen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Colin Malloy on his solo album. Colin Molloy live mm-hmm. or sings live. He has a song called Bandit Queen and it has the same melody as the song. Like, oh, there's wow. a melody in this song and he follows that melody. Interesting. Um, it's like, she's my bandit queen far beneath the moon. Like, it's the same. See, the way you just like, did moon, that sounds like an old time, like a 50s or 60s, like oldie. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the that run, you did it perfectly. Like, that, that I heard that and I'm like, that that reminds me. I can't think of a song, but that reminds me of a handful of fucking doo wop songs that had that. I want to find out what that is. Like, Mm. Yeah, or they do that <laughs> la 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 la, like that shit. Like when you yeah. like when when we're back when we were doing improv. If you ever did a doo wop, somebody always had to do that sound. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> find out what that what, if that is, there's actually a word for that. Do Do you remember speaking of improv real quick before we go on to our final song? <laughs> doo wop at improv in California when we were both there. Do you remember Tom going up on stage? And he would always do the spoken voice. Oh, yeah. Hey, babe, you know why I miss you, and I really would like you to come back. Like, <laughs> So I, I have always wanted, and as far as I know, this is this is an original idea. It's never been done. But I, I got a friend um, that him and I were, we, we were, actually, we were with Linda. Um, we, we were hanging out. It was me and, and him and Linda and then uh, his girlfriend and, and my wife. And... My girlfriend and his girlfriend, my girlfriend, his girlfriend and my wife like went inside for something and it was just me, him and Linda. And we were sitting out back and we got into this crazy skit where like you, I I want to record this and I want to put it on the podcast. So everybody knows I came up with the first, unless somebody proves me wrong. I've just never seen it. And I watch a lot of SNL. I watch second city TV, mad TV, all those sketch shows. I've never heard of this, but imagine 
you have the <laughs> you have a love doo-wop song done, right? But in the bridge, it's the spoken word part. And so you have the right. producer sitting back there, and then you have the lead singer, and the producer's like, all right, man, go go spit some fucking, like, you know, love talk or whatever. And he comes up and he goes, but he keeps fucking it up. So he goes up and he's like, hey, baby, I know I've treated you bad in the past, but this time it's going to be different. This time I'm going to lay down some rose petals. I'm going to treat you right. I'm going to lay you down. I'm going to get on top of you. <laughs> and I'm going to jam my finger right in your belly button. Whoa, whoa. What? Cut. Cut. <laughs> hey. What? Hey. The f- jam your finger where? Your belly button. She loves that shit. No, bro. No. <laughs> Do it again. I'm going to lay down some rub, some rose petals. I'm going to light some candles. And the producer's like, yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> And I'm gonna rub my balls across your nose. You're gonna love that <laughs> shit. Just get right into it. Whoa! Cut! What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> what? Women don't like that? Like, no! Have you I met mean, a woman before? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, dude, I, I'm probably not doing it justice right now, but when I have a second person participating with me, like, dude, we went on for, like, two hours. We'll have to bring this up to Linda next time she's on so she can, like, oh my God. Co- corroborate what I'm talking about here. Shit yeah. is hilarious. I want to record that skit, Moosh. We should do it. We should record it. Okay. <laughs> we, should, we should just do an audio recording of it and make it happen. All right. Because it's yeah, never yeah. been done and I and that I know of. With all the sketch comedy I watch, I've never seen it happen. You know, and speaking of Linda, I could yeah. not find a fucking song at all. I kept finding the fucking the, the like I said, like the fight songs, but no actual breakup. And I I didn't want to do like the popular ones. And then Linda told me about uh Gail. G A Y L E. Apparently, I don't. I know nothing about this artist. I only heard this song like yesterday. Uh, really? A B C D E F U. Yeah. This. Oh my god. This is a banger. This came out last year, like 2022. Was it? Like she hit all. Yeah, she hit all the late night talk shows and performed live on like uh, Conan and all these other late night shows. Like she was all over uh, Sirius XM, which I listen to a lot. Like, this song is huge. Fuck. I probably came out even in 2021. I'm not exactly sure, but I, yeah, this song. Is- I definitely must have missed it, but I she played it for me last night, and I went, yep. So here we go. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, so a, a few so things. So you, you what? hold on, real quick. What? You had to bring in a song... That said, fuck you, everything but your dog. And I'm missing my cat right now. <laughs> After all we've been through in this episode, you, you have to like, yeah, fuck you and everything but your dog. No, no, fuck your dog, man. I really liked that she left the dog out of the fucking, like out of the fuck offing. Well, oh, okay. but she got <laughs> oddly, like, well, yeah, she so. got oddly specific, <laughs> like, and that shit yeah. you call art. And your Craigslist couch and the sound of your voice? Like, fuck, Uh, man. Yeah. Jesus. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, fuck that guy. 
I wish my cat would come back inside. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Fuck that guy, Jason Waterfalls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a callback from. <sighs> Fuck what, episode two. Uh, three was female three? artist, I think. Oh, three. Yeah, 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 Jason Waterfalls. Actually, no, no. It was the. It wasn't that episode. It was. It was episode four. Covers was lyrics. It? No. Lyric was it lyrics? Yeah, it was lyrics because you you, you did uh, chasing waterfalls. You brought up Jason waterfalls, but we did female artists. We talked about Adele the week before, and we're like, yeah, that's that guy that fucked Adele over, Jason Waterfalls. That's right. So you know, Jason that's Waterfalls right. gets his couches from Craigslist. <laughs> Evidently, yeah. <laughs> I, God, that shit you call art and fuck you and your mom and your sister and your friend. Like, yeah, she pretty much yeah. said fuck yeah. off to everything. Jesus. Yeah, his entire life network is all off to fuck, I guess. So look, in closing, mm-hmm. I hope you, all of you, and your Valentines are doing great. But if you're not, hopefully we gave you some some playlists, uh, a playlist of songs to help you out with this breakup. Because you know what? You're better than that. You don't need that shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I... If you're going through a breakup, Death Cab for Cutie, who didn't make the cut, um, by choice. I did that by design. Um, you can listen to just about anything by Death Cab for Cutie and feel sorry for yourself or for sorry, sorry for your love life or what have you. Well, if you and, don't um, want to feel sorry for yourself and empowered, I suggest you listen to Gail or like Three Days Grace. That'll do it. Right. Yeah. 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 Unless you're good at saying goodbyes, like Sam Smith, <sighs> in which case, you know, who's the real criminal? I, you snuffed the criminals, really. I, I snuffed the criminals, and now I know it's over. Yeah. But. In the end, we're all just screaming infidelities. We are. And with that, just like our you. show, as well as our grace, is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Brought it home. <laughs> Uh, so yeah tell them you're fallen and babe i'm gonna leave you i'm going into bonus material <laughs> yeah Her- oh, falling by harry styles yeah harry- dude taylor swift didn't make the cut it's too easy too easy i know it we didn't I know. I know we didn't call her out like we did she- adele but i mean too easy her she has albums i know breakups. i know <laughs> and this was a hard cut when we Took Adele and Taylor Swift off of it. And well, Adele, I mean, that, that's your problem. That's your fault. You didn't put your girl on here. Also, can we put one more song on the on the playlist? I know it's not in, in the show. What? It's by a band called Great White. Wait, I know that name. You do. It's an 80s like hair metal band. Yeah. And hold on, what's the song? Oh goodness gracious it's, me. Jesus Christ, you I can't. know. Oh my god. Every time, every, every time, every. There's too many songs. Oh, the big goodbye, big goodbye, the big goodbye, folks, folks. Listen to me, people. Listen, if you want to get into some hair metal, we've done it before on the show. There's a band called Great White, and they have a song called Big Goodbye, and it's hair metal to the extreme. <laughs> it's 100% hair metal, but the lyrics. If you just read the <laughs> lyrics along, you're like, God damn, this is a this is a powerful song. It's it's a great song. You know, I, I'll it's shout a out a podcast song. that we have no connection with, but it's one that I've listened to a few episodes of, and uh-huh. it, it's basically hair metal, and the podcast is called Who Stepped on My Hair? 
And I just thought that was a fantastic <laughs> name for our podcast. They're they're pretty good. Uh, I've listened to like yeah. one or two episodes. Um, they sort of do what we do, but they they don't do like a cut. But it, it's it's pretty entertaining. Um, all right. So with that, uh, Moose, babe, Mike, I'm gonna leave you. Aww. And we're gonna leave you guys with that. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, you know, move on to hell with that person. Be your best self. Yeah. And by doing so, you will follow us on Twitter at the Cut Music One. Send us an email with your recent breakup stories. If you want it featured, totally fine. We're not going to name call, but if you want to send us an email with your own version of ABCDEFU in it, we'll be more than happy to share it on the show. You can send that to the Cut Music One at gmail.com. Follow us on uh, on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, the Spotify profile that has all these playlists packaged night, nice and neat for everybody, separate, separated by episodes at also the Cut Music One. And that is the number one in all cases. This has been fun. We will be back yeah. next week. Next week, unless something happens and I got to jumble the episodes again to finally end <laughs> our Oh, we're doing 2010s? Cuts. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, We've been so many songs. Yes, there's been it's been death by a thousand cuts. All right. Oh gosh. So we're gonna end that hopefully, unless the scheduling issue or whatever happens, we're gonna be doing uh the 2010s next week and ending that. So hope you guys enjoyed this one, and we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Peace. <laughs>